Have you ever read the story about Deborah in Judges 4? Deborah was a judge over all of Israel, and some even describe her as a military heroine. Judges describes her as a prophetess, a wife of Lapidoth, which Lapidoth actually means, so her husband's name, get this, this is so cool how God works. Lapidoth means torches or light in Hebrew. Deborah was a leader in Israel, and she was one who held court daily at the palm of Deborah. It was just a palm tree located between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. So she even got her own palm tree, which is pretty spectacular. Uh, one Deborah is also one who the Israelites came to see to have their disputes settled. One day she sent for Barak and commanded him on behalf of the Lord, Go, take with you 10,000 men of Naphtali and Zebulun and lead the way to Mount Tabor. I, that's the Lord, will lure Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give them into your hands. So a couple of things to point out here. The Lord was already with Barak, right? Because the Lord used Deborah to give Barak this message. But he wouldn't go and fulfill the command of the Lord unless Deborah went with him. So he had been given a green light for victory, and yet he was still reluctant to go. The Bible doesn't say if Barak was afraid or if he desired support. I'm not really sure what the reason was. In fact, there's not much else the Bible has to say about Barak other than in chapter five of Judges, he sings a duet, <laughs> um, which I think is, you know, in my mind, I'm just picturing, you know, like a white Christmas kind of duet, but whatever. So it makes me chuckle a little bit. So it just says that he and um, Deborah sang a duet after a woman named Jael kills Sisera. So here's what we do know. Deborah goes with him and the Lord did as he promised. He routed the armies of the enemy and Barak and his 10,000 men destroyed the troops of Sisera. Victory was promised and victory was fulfilled. But the victory was first declared through a prophesying woman's mouth. What types of victories could we as women proclaim for the kingdom of God? If we would allow Jesus to transform our language from questions like, can God, to declarations like, won't God. By that, I mean, won't God do all he said he would do? Scripture says he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think, according to the power that is at work within us. That's Ephesians 3.20. Exceedingly abundantly just takes my mind up into space. Like I can't even imagine. If our hearts are in alignment with his will, won't he give us the desires of our heart? Of course. Why? Because he, he's wanting to use us to accomplish his will here on earth. So what's stopping you? Maybe it's your limiting beliefs. It's never happened before, so why would it happen now? Maybe it's your inability to dream a new dream. Life is so hard right now. I can't see to tomorrow, let alone dream anything. Maybe you don't believe it's possible. Well, I've got a scripture for you. Matthew 19, 26. With man, it is impossible. But with God, 
all things are possible. Salvation is possible. Redemption is possible. Healing is possible. Restoration is possible. Victory is possible with God. Because of your relationship with Jesus and according to your faith, it's possible. Will you be a Deborah and declare the word of the Lord? Or will you be a Barak? Will you use the authority by God given to you to bring light into dark places and dark situations and call those things that are not as though they are? The first recorded word spoken by God in the Bible was, let there be light. He called the light good. He separated it from darkness. You've been separated to speak life and bring Jesus's light into your sphere of influence. It's no coincidence that Deborah's husband was named Lapidoth, which means torches. You are the bride of Christ. Your bridegroom desires that you carry his torch and proclaim his truth, justice, mercy, and grace. Romans 8.29 in the message reads, God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. All this time, he's been molding you into his son's image to make his glory known in your sphere of influence. Amen.